0: Brian is back. The Brian Mud Show. Throw in your two cents. Call 1-866-610-6397. That's
1: 1-866-610-6397. I would imagine as we get into February, into the middle of February, first few weeks of
0: February, it is very likely that most of the states in the country will have turned around with their peak and are starting to come down with regard to cases and then obviously hospitalizations. Has that already happened in our state? You know, that is that is the question. And it was a couple of weeks ago we were talking about this and we had University of South Florida health professor Dr. Thomas Unash here telling us his thoughts about this where he was pointing to last week as peak week for the virus in Florida and that we would be turning the corner and lo and behold you take a look at our most recent trends well if you wanted to point the absolute peak in the trend of cases that we have seen at any point during the pandemic you know it looks like the 12th that wednesday was our overall peak trend and it's been substantially lower since then so what of it Are we past the peak of the pandemic in Florida? Joining us once again is Dr. UNASH. Good to have you.
1: Thanks. I'm glad to be back. Glad to be right, too.
0: (laughs) I was going to say, yeah, you you look like you you nailed this thing on the head here.
1: Yeah, pretty much. Uh, I actually, uh, my seven-day rolling average said the 11th was the peak rather than the 12th, but we're not going to quibble about one day, I don't think, right? (laughs)
0: Although, if one of us is going to be right, I'll defer to your expertise. But uh, I guess we're both – I guess I'm, I'm really close, if nothing else, there. But, uh, I mean, so this is great. I mean, it really does look like we, we have crossed that threshold. So what are you thinking from here?
1: Uh, well, I'm, the latest numbers that I looked at, which were from yesterday afternoon, uh, from the uh, numbers that the Florida, state of Florida is reporting to the CDC, um, it looks like uh, right now uh, the uh, decline in daily case numbers is accelerating. And we are down to a point where the half-life is now about two weeks. So every two weeks, we're going to see half as many daily cases as we did in the previous two weeks. And uh, that's been accelerating. Uh, like two days ago, it was 30 days uh, for, for that uh, half-life. So um, it's looking to me like um, what as has been the case in the United Kingdom and South Africa, um this Omicron peak went up really, really fast and really intensely, and it's turning around and going down just about as fast as it went up, which is really good news, I think, for our state.
0: One of the other more updated pieces of information I heard, and I'm interested to hear your, your thoughts on this, is that this looks like maybe it could be a, a path forward in this deal and it, in that it, it seems like it has become a dominant strain, and for those who have contracted it perhaps is providing a greater immunity against other strains. Of course, you know we've the one thing that has happened quite a bit. You have numerous people now that have had multiple strains of COVID nineteen that natural immunity didn't end up holding up against future strains. Could Omicron end up being the way forward, the way out of this pandemic?
1: Uh, well, you know, I I I am going to quote uh, the original Jurassic Park movie, which says, "Life will find a way." <laughs> <laughs> and uh, with, with this uh, virus, I'm never going to be able to – I'm never going to uh, stick my neck out and predict what it's going to do next because it's going to do, the you know, the best it can to continue to get itself transmitted from person to person. And uh, because we have so many people around the world that are infected, we're giving it a lot of opportunities to try a bunch of different things to see what might work. You know, it's throwing a whole bunch of stuff up at the wall to see what's going to stick. Uh, but that said, I think, um, you know, it looks to me like the sh- cellular immunity in particular seems to be uh, pretty um, good across all of these different variants that we've been seeing. Um, and uh, what that means is that um, we are going to have, uh, pe- uh, I think, peaks of infection that are going to go through over, uh, you know, over the next several uh, weeks or months or years. Uh, but each peak is going to cause less and less real serious disease. So what I'm thinking is what we're going to end up with is another uh, virus that's out there that's going to uh, join the other four coronaviruses that gives us common colds every year. And we'll just have five coronaviruses out there that are going to be giving us kind of colds. Sure. And I, I think and that's where we're going to end up. In, and it's going to go endemic on us and it'll be around forever, but it's not going to cause a whole bunch of disease anymore.
0: Well, and you just, you, you went to the place I was going to ask. So, you know, I, I've, study the 1918 pandemic timeline a lot. And, you know, you take a look at what happened with H1N1 and what became eventually the seasonal flu of the next 100-plus years. I mean, at some point, you know, you're talking about this ending up that way, and and that has looked like a likely outcome here for for quite some time. So, you know, what point, uh, you know, do we switch this from the P word to the E word, and that being endemic, which you mentioned? How quickly can we get there? Uh
1: I, I think uh, what we're looking at is probably sometime this spring. I think we're going to start to see other uh, waves that come through and other variants that come through. Uh, but each is going to be uh, less and less. It'll be more like uh, swells than uh, real tsunamis. And um, we're just going to reach a point where the swells are going to sort of subside and we're just going to have, you know, a little bit of rolling uh, surf every now and then. And uh, it's really just going to become part of the background that we have to live with. Well, I'm I, it. I would say probably sometime in the spring we're going to start to really see that happening.
0: I had my money on April, so I'm liking what I'm what I'm hearing here yeah. uh, in, in yeah. that regard as well. That that sounds pretty good. Pretty much the t- typical end of this flu season.
1: Uh, yeah, I think pretty much towards the end of the flu season. Now, you know, April and early May, maybe by then I think our numbers are going to be back down to where they were. Uh, you know, in October or early or in November, and uh, the numbers will just sort of continue to decline from then. But I think really what we want to pay a lot of attention to, uh, Brian, much, is much more the uh, amount of disease that's out there and how sick people are getting. Um, you know, Case numbers are really easy to measure because so many people are out there getting tested now. Uh, but the real important thing we care about is how sick people are getting, right? Um, if we had a virus that circulated around the world and infected everybody in 30 days and gave nobody any symptoms at all, would anybody really care? <laughs> I don't think so. <laughs> You know, what we really worry about is how sick we're going to get. And I think we're reaching the point with this for a variety of reasons that it's going to make people less and less sick as we move along. And it's just going to become part of the background that we have to deal with.
0: You've been full of good news. I love it. Oh, Thank you. I
1: am starting to be really, uh, you know, pretty optimistic at this point in time.
0: Well, I I can hear it. And and even better than the optimism is when it's based in – principle and and evidence and and history and some facts that we now can point to 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 show that, yeah, you've been right during this thing as well. Dr. Yunash. it is a real pleasure. Thank you so much for taking the time again.
1: Thanks a lot. You take care.
0: That is University of South Florida health professor Dr. Thomas Unash, And again, yeah, he he did absolutely have pegged. And we talked to him a couple of weeks ago, but it was going back three weeks ago that he ended up predicting that last week would be peak week. Indeed, it, it absolutely does look that way. You just heard what he said, uh, you know, regarding turning this thing into endemic in the spring, which is in line with a lot of what we've been looking at as, as well and talking about here. So this is, you know, to me, quite encouraging. And just on this note, the one other... You know, resource beyond Dr. UNASH I've been taking a look at for quite some time during this pandemic is the Mayo Clinic's 14-day projection tool. It's been highly accurate all throughout this thing and just to kind of give you an idea um, when you take a look at where we peaked last week we were pacing at the peak about 66,000 cases per day. We're now down well under 50,000 per day you know just a week later uh, so we are seeing a pretty meaningful decline and yeah, when I was taking a look at the Mayo Clinic's projection tool, and what I do is I take a look at the average current cases that we have in our state, and, and then I run it against their different models, and you get different results. Even under their worst-case scenario, the peak is over. The peak already happened. Uh, and under their best-case scenario, they have us – now, a little under two weeks from now, pacing around 33,000 daily cases. And you heard what Dr. Younash was was talking about there, where uh, he believes now you're going to see about these case numbers half every two weeks, which yeah, means this thing will will tamper down here pretty quick. And then the other thing that he's talking about, the level of severity, that is super, super encouraging. Good news there. And my top three takeaways, they're coming up next here at the Brian Mudd Show, News Radio 610 WIOD.